But I wonder if you know what the most common phrase is in the nativity story. Shout out if you know what it is. Do not be afraid. And it's not the, only the most common phrase in the nativity story, but the most common phrase in the whole Bible. Why? Well, we saw in that lovely drama, didn't we? The angel appeared and said they were, to, they were bringing good news because Jesus was going to be born. He was going to be a joy to all people, bring a lot of happiness, and would bring peace on earth. Now, I don't know if I live in a different world to you, but as we look around the earth, we don't see a lot of peace. We go into uh, a new year where there, is, there are loads of conflicts happening in the world and very, uh, we'll be very aware of what's happening and what's really accelerated in Israel and Gaza. Another year goes by with the war in Ukraine. And it's not just conflict in terms of war zones, but there's also conflict in terms of on the streets sometimes. And we know, tragically, there have been some horrible murders that have taken place even within our Croydon borough. There's, of course, inner um, turmoil and war. There's, there's stress and anxiety whether it's to do with a cost of living or just not struggling to afford heating and things like that. And then the reality is we're all brought to this reality at Christmas. Maybe you're a part of the perfect family, but so many families are in conflict. There's so much going on in terms of arguments. Did you know that the average family, on average, will have three arguments on Christmas Day. And the first happens at around about 10 a.m. So I don't know about you, but I'm really looking forward to the Christmas Day service altogether at 10 a.m. But what is the peace on earth? There's not even peace in the average family. So what is this Christmas peace? What is the nature of the peace that Jesus offers? Well, the word for peace often used, especially in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word, is the word shalom. And shalom is so much more than just the absence of conflict or war. That's quite negative. It's actually something incredibly positive. To have shalom is to be complete, is to be whole, is to be fulfilled is to live an unbroken life where everything is just as it should be. And primarily it's referring to a relationship, an unbroken, complete relationship with God. That is shalom. That is peace. Hopefully the passage will appear behind me with just a couple of verses from that Luke passage which was read out earlier the fact that the nature of this peace is about peace with God. And you can't have peace with God if you don't know God. You can't have the rest uh, which God's favour lies on the rests on those um, who know him if you don't know him, if you don't come close to him. And the reality is, the story we remember as we look through the Bible, God created us because he wants to be in relationship with us. But the reality is that we have all decided to live life 
by our own way. We've decided to part with God and do things in the way that we want to do them and often without him and any involvement with him in our life. I don't know if you've ever had that experience of being ghosted. Now that might sound a bit spooky, but that basically is explaining the phenomena when you are messaging someone and suddenly they never message back. You look at that text, that's a bit old school text, but if you look at a WhatsApp, you see the two blue ticks, but the person is not messaging you back. And if that's a friend who lives far away, well, that's probably the end of that relationship. Incredibly awkward if it's someone you know who is near and dear to you, to feel blank, to feel ignored. But the good news of which we do remember during this season as we think about peace is that God, far from just sending us a few messages to get through, he decides to come from heaven to earth to become a simple, humble child and to come close to us so that we can be brought back into relationship with God, that we can have his peace and that his peace can flow out of us. Now, the birth of a child is a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful occasion, but it's a very chaotic time. And I remember when, um, when my wife gave birth to my child, Hudson, and it was during the time of the pandemic. And so I was not allowed to go into the hospital until he was pretty much on his way to being born. And so this was a very sort of anxious time. I was thinking, should I hang around the hospital? It had been a few hours, and being in the area that Croydon University Hospital is, I thought, well, the best thing I could probably do to pass the time is to head to the chicken shop. So I went off, I ate a meal, I shopped a bit at Tesco's, and I was just about to go home. I thought Heidi would be fine for the night. I'll go home. And suddenly, out of nowhere, I got a call and heard my wife speak in a way and in a certain tone I have never heard before because the baby was being born. And I rushed to the hospital and for quite a while I couldn't get in because they didn't have my name. And uh, you had to go through several doors. It was sort of very high security in COVID times. But eventually I got in, I got into a room, a chaotic room where there were loads of people that I didn't recognize. And there were midwives and student midwives. It seems there was a whole host of an audience that was coming to watch this occasion. It was chaos. And yet, when my son Hudson was handed to me, what love and what peace I had, even with all the chaos going on. And as we heard about in Ada's spoken word, what a chaotic time it was for Mary and Joseph having to walk so many miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem to find somewhere to give birth. And that was not easy at all because they were being turned away from everywhere. But even amongst all that chaos, what's that song that we sing? Silent night, all is calm, all is bright. It was not like that at all. And yet for all those people gathered around the crib in that, in that crib scene, what peace there is when we look at that. And as Adam mentioned, Jesus would go on to say in his life, in me, 
When he was older, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. You see, he can not just give us a peace at a special moment, in a special season of life, but he can give us peace everlasting. He's the one who was born to bring us back to God. And it's this wonderful peace that we have, where peace is not the absence of trouble and hardship, but peace is with all that going on, and yet the presence of Jesus is there with us. And so as we come to the end of another year, it's been an absolute honor to be a pastor in this church where I've met with people who have been bereaved, who have had all sorts of illnesses, who have struggled financially, and yet in all of it, they can describe themselves as living with perfect peace. And so I just wonder, and I just challenge you this evening, do you know this peace? Do you want to know this peace? If you do, please do speak to someone who perhaps has brought you to church. Speak to someone who claims they have this peace. And I'm sure they'd love to tell you more about Jesus. Or maybe you'll want to come to one of our services that we'll be having over the next week or so as we carry on into the Christmas season. We're going to invite the band back up. We're going to sing one uh, another song, I think we've got a couple more carols, but we're going to sing one of my favourite, Joy to the World. So let's stand together and let me just pray. Let me pray for this peace. So Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the baby who even when there is chaos... When we are in turbulent times, you can give us the peace which surpasses all understanding. So I just pray for anyone here right now who doesn't know that peace, that they will invite your special presence into their life, even though they may not know much about you. Would tonight be a night where they start a relationship with you? Come and move in power in our lives. Come and be adored and worshipped in this time together. Amen.